a general's wife, power, and how a young 20-year-old woman interpreted that. Welcome to episode number 76 of Next Level Confidence Podcast. Next Level Confidence Podcast is dedicated for women looking to take their confidence to the next level so they can step into the blue rose and find their calling. Each of you has a very, very unique calling, and our life's journey is to find that calling, calling and have the confidence to step into it. So I want to talk to you today about a general's wife and how I interpreted power and how that theme kind of wove its way through my life. When I was a young airman in the military, I was a medic and I worked in um, ICU and we had a general, uh, two-star general bring his wife into ICU and she was a mess. She weighed maybe 98 pounds. She had bed sores. She had fecal matter in her skin from just laying in her own waist. She was just a mess. And the only reason why she went into ICU was because he was a general. She should have been out on the medical ward, but he didn't want everybody to see her. So we had to keep the ICU locked down while she was there. And I mean, no patients. We had to send everybody out, everything. So after about two days of taking care of her, I went to my, my charge nurse, Colonel Dirksen, and I said, you know, Colonel, I don't, we need to do something about this. And he's like, what do you want to do? And so clearly we need to report this behavior because this is abusive. He's abused his wife. Look at her. She's a mess. And he's like, Karen, he's a two-star general. Who are you going to go tell? And I just, I said, well, I don't know, another general, another person, the chaplain. I don't know. And he's like, Karen, as soon as you light that fuse, it's going to blow up in your face. And I'm like, well, what could he do? You know, because I'm young, I'm brash, I'm 20 years old. And he's like, you'd be amazed what he could do. So it's just toe the line on this. And every day I'd go into work and every day the colonel and I would go back and forth. Now I loved Colonel Dirksen and I respected him so much that when we went back and forth, it was more a physics, uh, physics. <laughs> philosophy discussion than anything, but I, I just, it was like, I couldn't understand it. And I remember he looked at me one day and he says, Karen, never forget rank has its privilege. And I just looked at him. I said, yeah, but I'm, I'm not in the, when I'm in the military. Yeah. But when I get out in the real world, it's not going to be like that. And he was absolutely Karen. It'll be like that because that's how the world works. As you work up the ladder, you have more privilege and you can do more things as you choose. He goes, I'm a colonel. There's so much I can do. And he was a full bird. So his next step was general. He said, there's, there's so much I could do that I couldn't do as a little, you know, young buck lieutenant. He goes, you're a sergeant. Think of what you get away with now that you didn't get away with as an airman. I took that to the negative. Because again, I was very young. You know, I was a product. Of, you know, I was in the military in, um, you know, the late and 76, 77 through, you know, 1980, I was in the military. And that was when women were still kind of being told where their place was. The only reason why I joined as a medic is because medics, you didn't see rank. It was a totally different life. So I took that to mean that it just didn't matter how far up the ladder you went. There was somebody always going to be higher than you that could be abusive. And the abusive angle comes just from having you know, trauma in my childhood, like a lot of you do. You have trauma in your childhood. So when you see that kind of abuse or that kind of treatment, you internalize it in the way that you interpret the world as maybe not being the safest place in the world, maybe not being a safe spot. And so I carried that with me. And even as a CEO, when men would get in my face, I would step back 
It didn't matter if I was right or wrong. We could be we could be arguing about two plus two equals four. And they would say five. And if they got in my face enough, I would step back because I always remembered rank has its privilege. And in my mind, rank has a privilege becoming turned into if you're a guy that gets in your face, you have the privilege because he was a gruff, mean general. I'm sure he could have been the nicest. Well, he wasn't the nicest guy. I'm not even going to try to cover for him. Um, and when he would come in, everybody would just kind of stand there. Now, I had no intentions of staying in the military. I made my decision in basic training that this wasn't the life for me, that you know, taking orders wasn't my jam. So I didn't back down to him because I didn't care. I had a year left. I had, I had my GI Bill. That's why I was there. I didn't care what he put in my records, care less, because I was out in a year to go get my degree. So I would kind of go toe to toe with him respectfully because he could still cause me, you know, grief militarily wise. But by the time he left, you could tell that he, in fact, he told Colonel Dirksen, you know, she's a fireball. You need to, you know, you need to keep an eye on her. She's going to do well. And, you know, when he left, Dirksen looked at me and said, I thought for sure he was going to tell me that I had to take, you know, suspend you from a rank or do something. He goes, I was scared to death. But it didn't matter how he interpreted it. I interpreted that power can be bad. So I want you to think about over the course of your life, you know, when you run into powerful people, how you have viewed that power. Because how you viewed that power in a younger age is how you view it in an older age. And you may not realize, like I did, that I was drawing this linkage. And I don't know what made me think of it. I just thought of it a, a couple months ago. I was sitting doing something, and all of a sudden it popped in my head. You know, I thought, you know, I wonder whatever happened to that general. Now, to be a general, he was probably in his 40s. And I said, I was 20. So, you know, who knows if he's even still alive. But I thought, you know, I wonder if he ever got caught or, you know, because as the military evolved, stuff like that became very unacceptable. So I want you to look and think. Take the time and think, how do you view power? How do you view your power? How do you view your role? When, you know, if, you're, if you're in a discussion, do you back down at any point or do you keep going? How do you look at it? Do you hide from it? Because as a woman business leader, you've got to be able to go toe to toe. You've got to be able to hold your own. Otherwise, you're going to get your lunch handed to that to you. When I first started out, I was in my, you know, I was 40, actually. I didn't hold my own. The first couple of years was very treacherous for me because everybody could just roll me. And even as I got older, depending on what type of guy, there was a certain male type that I would fold to, you know, and I finally had to, I finally figured out what it is. So when I get around that type, I remind myself, you know, don't be a wussy. So kind of view how you look at power with men, with women, with rank, meaning position. doesn't mean you're in the military and he's a colonel and you're a sergeant and he's a general, you know, CEO and COO or regional executive director, or, you know, staff, line staff person, because there's a pecking order. But even when I was at the lowest low position as a CNA in a nursing home and a marketing director in a, in a retirement community, I still was able to hold my own with power. I probably overstepped my bounds so many times. It's pitiful because I just was called to. I knew that I had this strong personality, but when I would bat up to that type of abusive personality, I would shrink. So again, look at how you handle the people around you. Look how you handle power. Look when you shrink. And then look at that type of person that creates that. 
And then let's get to healing it. You know, let's let's learn how to heal it. And if you need any help, reach out to me. Direct message me. If you're on YouTube, write a comment. If you're on my website, there's a contact form just to say hi. Facebook me. I have a group, Next Level Confidence um, group on Facebook. I'm on TikTok. Freaking love TikTok. I'm not going to lie. I love videos. And as people are always like, I can't believe you do a podcast. Well, I do a podcast because I can do the video and then wrap it into a podcast. So if you need any help, ladies, please let me know. Power is a fundamental tool of success. And if power is used correctly, it can move mountains and take you anywhere your dreams go. If not used correctly, then you're going to keep waking up every morning and saying, beep, why aren't I getting where I want to go? I hope this helped you guys. Like I said, reach out to me. I'm going to have an online course debuting in a couple of weeks on May 3rd. So I want you to check out my online course. It'll be fantastic in my opinion. Um, so I hope this helped you guys. Talk to y'all later. Bye-bye.